Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hello, Katie Jean. Hello, Teresa Marie. Guys, we are back to basics today with audio only with our old microphones. Old microphones, together. <laughs> together, together, in the flesh. In the flesh. This is two weeks in a row, that, though, that we're together in the flesh. We miss each other so much. We did. We did. Actually, there we go. Okay. I think that the mics are now officially working. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been, this is like episode, we're in the 50s. I think that it's been a whole year. And we still Which, have no fucking clue what to I do actually, with technology. I have to go back and look for <laughs> sure at when our first episode was last year. And I feel like it was like the first week of June. It was definitely in June because um, I definitely started the calendars in June. So maybe, okay, you guys, I have a really good idea. What's your idea? Honestly, we only ever come up with ideas while we're recording. That's okay. So next week, because we're doing a Spilling the Tea episode. Yes. We should like reflect back on like our year, like everything that we've read. Oh, I like, like that. for the podcast. For the pod- yeah, not like in the year. Yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> we'll be here 300, for, yeah. yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, we should reflect on everything like that we've read for the podcast. What we liked, what we didn't like. Okay. What we would or wouldn't recommend. Because I, I like know the it. ones that I wouldn't, definitely. Same. One ones- comes to mind immediately. <laughs> City of Gods and Monsters? Yeah. Yep. I was looking, so like I annotated that book while we were reading it. You were so, because the, co- the cover is so pretty. I know. I ordered it like before my honeymoon and it came like the day I was leaving and I was like, I can't wait, ba- I can't wait to get back from my honeymoon and read this. Well, you guys, spoiler alert for next week. <laughs> that was probably my, the, wor- the yeah. like biggest disappointment. That was the biggest disappointment. Um, Such potential. So, And I know everybody else loved it, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today we're here to talk about The Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Um, and we believe we believe that this is her first fantasy romance book because girls been writing romance for a while. But we believe this is her first fantasy romance book. So someone's gonna have to let us know how. I do believe someone slipped into our DMs about her romance books, and they said that they really liked them. And based on the Goodreads uh, reviews, it looks like a lot of her books are four and a half stars. I mean, if it's anything like this. God bless her. Then it has to be great. I'll kiss her toes. Honestly, like, the podcast can be over now because we both are obsessed with this book. The end. Literally the end. Like, honestly, I'm if still you haven't read about it, it, log off. Log and off. <laughs> disconnect. Go read it. Yeah. And then come back on. Or just, like, that's the end of the podcast. Just go read it. I'll re- Actually, the podcast should just be us sitting here for five hours and I'll read every word. We could do that, too. I heard, we could be the audio narrators. I heard the audio narrators <laughs> were pretty bad. So if you need new ones, I have a great cackle. And I have the most soothing vocal fry that you'll ever hear. <laughs> so anyway, The Fourth Wing is about a 20-year-old, mm-hmm. Violet Sorengale, who was supposed to enter the squad. Uh, the squad. The squad. <laughs> she was going to enter the squad. No, the, scro- the scribe quadrant, or the squad, as, uh, as it's known in my head. Um, she wanted to live a quiet life amongst the books in the library. Yeah. She, like, loves history. Following her daddy's footsteps. Following in her daddy's footsteps. But her daddy is dead. So, her and I have that in common. The, <laughs> <laughs> the commanding, gen- commanding general of, like, the, the um, dragon riders is her mother. And she orders Violet to join the candidates. Um, 
in in that quadrant. It's kind of it gives very much like divergent vibes where there's like yes. different quadrants and you're at when you like reach a certain age, you're divided into these quadrants and like basically like then you have to like fight for your right to stay there. Um the squat the squ- I cannot say scribe, I don't know why. She wouldn't have had to fight for her place to stay there. She was like basically like the top student. Um, but she did have to fight for her place in the dragger, dra- dragon riders. Are you okay? I'm not okay. Oh my god. Anyway, she's smaller than everybody else. Um, she came close to death as a child. Her body is like very brittle. She's like very. She's described as fragile. Yes, always described as fragile. So she has like a disability. It's never like explicitly said what it is. I think she's just like a sick person with like, and she's very like fragile and brittle. Like, tons of, like, I took it as, like, tons of laxity, like, hypermobile. Yeah. Like, you're dislocating something left and right. You could tear things easily. Yes. You're always doing something to hurt yourself. everybody is underestimating her ability to survive the Mm -hmm. dragon quadrant. Um, They also just want her dead because of who she's related to. Right. They want her dead because of her There's so much going on against her. They want her dead because they believe that somebody as fragile as her shouldn't even be allowed to be a dragon rider. Mm -hmm. Um, And they think that the dragons will basically, like, incinerate her upon meeting her because of how weak she is. Yes. Um, And there's fewer dragons. So the dragons choose who they are willing to bond with. Mm -hmm. Um, They choose their rider. Just like the wand chooses the wizard. Just like the wand chooses the wizard. <laughs> and there's fewer dragons willing to bond than there are cadets in this quadrant. So I think there's like a hundred dragons, and I don't know how many cadets there are. Um, but somehow, our little baby Violet, she not only gets the sh- the biggest, strongest dragon, but she gets two dragons. That's how we do it. And we fucking. Honestly, like, the dragons are so cool. I love mind talk in books. Same. It's so cool. And, like, yes, it's very cool when it's, like, between two lovers. And, mm-hmm. like, we get that, of course. But the dragons, but the fact speaking, that you get the, yeah, is so cool. And the fact that, like, the dragon, it's not, like, it's not, like, in Game of Thrones or whatever where they're just, they're basically, like, animals. The dragons are, like, they're, they're, they're like they're. I want to like say like I could equate them to just like a human trapped in a body, body of like a of a dragon. Yeah, that's how I like I equate they're sen- it. Sentient, is that the right word? I don't fucking know. You guys, honestly, I can't even say scribe, so don't expect <laughs> me to be able to talk. Um, no, yeah, like they are, like they are just as like intelligent and they have whatever. coherent they have thoughts, feelings. Yes. Yeah. So it's basically like she's having like a conversation with. A, f- a friend. A, a friend yeah. in, her, in her mind with these dragons. And then because her dragon is mated to Zayden's dragon. Zayden. Zayden Riorsen. The most powerful and ruthless wing leader in the ro- Riders <laughs> And I bet you can't... I bet you guys don't know which, uh, which like, wing... What do they call them? He's the wing leader of the fourth wing. Yeah, I feel There's like that. different. Yeah, like, but I, I also got. Groups. That was like one thing that I kept getting tongue tied over, even reading. I was like, the wing leader to the wing. Like, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> and wing leader just sounds like a, you're saying ring leader. leader like, yeah. A speech impediment. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, but Xander. Yeah, so his, his dragon, um, like immediately in the beginning, when the dragons first come, like to the wall, and like they're kind of like, you know, looking whatever at all, like the new. Um, potential dragon riders, the new candidates. His dragon like sniffs her. Like they have like a moment. Yeah. 
And I feel like she knew. I set the tone. Yes. And, like, I'm not going... The dragon's names, in my head, were, like, very Irish names. Because I don't know how to pronounce... Like, I don't even ask me how to pronounce Zayden's dragon's name. I'm just going to call her Blue Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) And she's a badass. Anyway, she's mated... To Violet's dragon, so Zayden and Violet can mind speak as well because of the bond. So they can yes. all speak to each other. Yes. And Zayden's father killed Violet's brother. Yes. And then Violet's mother retaliated and killed Zayden's father. So they're supposed to be rivals. Yes. Like the first time that Violet arrives at the dragon quadrant. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, basically, like, Zayden's like, get across this one obstacle or I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, go. You yeah. head start. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it's, and it starts off, like, right away. Yes. Like, with action. The parapet, right? Is that what it's called? I think it's make it across? Yeah. There's, like, really, really good um, fan art out that came out of her crossing it. It's basically, like, this, like, very narrow walkway from one side of the quadrant to the other, like it's basically like how if they if they make it across and then they get to be part of the dragon quadrant, and if they don't then they die basically because that means you fell to your death. I'm envisioning like walking across slippery. like Mount Ab- Everest to get to like like you're yeah. set like one wrong move and you're just I don't know yeah. like in my mind like I went there. You can change her. <laughs> Neely needs her diaper changed. <laughs> We're in Katie's apartment. This is me speaking, obviously. Like <laughs> Talking in third person. So in our 600 square foot box, Lily's um, whole setup is right in the living so room. So if you hear a little baby. That's just our girl trying to get on the podcast to be like her mom and Auntie Titi. Honestly, like she has a lot of thoughts. She's basically... A lo- she's, a, she's a future dragon rider, I swear She to might be, honestly. Um, but no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Katie's husband thinks that we're crazy. Fine, she can be a scribe. A tracking writer. I don't um, know. She seems like she's a yeah, athletic. They're at the war college. Everyone basically thinks that... What's what's the guy's name that keeps trying to kill her? I want to say oh. Kyle, but it's not Kyle. I also want to say Dane. So Dane's her best friend from her like childhood. No, we'll talk about Dane in a little bit. So, like, I wanted Dane... I wanted to like him. Because I wanted him to just, like, be a good friend. Yes, but I do like the way Rebecca kind of sets him up in the book because I think, well, I guess it could go either way. Like, I, sometimes I don't like the surprise of, like, the best friend turning to be a fucking cunt. But, like, well, saying, she kind of yeah. set him up to be, like, do, we like him, but, like, there's something off here. I mean, he would, like, he, okay, so his whole, like, shtick was that he... I can't find the fan art. How'd you find it? I'll I'll find it, and then I'll, we'll post it to our story. Okay. Um, hey, Lee. You did such a good job, baby. Um, so, yeah, Dane's whole thing was that he, and I, and honestly, like, I understand where he was coming from. He was trying to protect her. Because, yes, like, he was trying to protect her, and, like, as, I don't know, I feel like if one, if, like, you and I are best friends, I'm, we're in this, like, military college, basically. Yeah. And people are trying to kill you, you're literally, like, Violet was hurt, deep, like, the moment the she day. walked into the quadrant. <laughs> her knee, like, she always has to wrap her knee. Like, she was targeted from, like, the minute that she, that people found out of who she was and who her mother was. Um, well, like you said, like... And she's constantly being, like, 
basically is a targeted and, and she's always injured. And this is her best friend being like, it's not safe for you here. Like, please, like, let me, let me get you out. You, let me get you out. Yeah. He just wants to get her back to the scribe quadrant. He talks to like the leader of the squad. Oh my God. Scribe quadrant. And the guy's like, yeah, I will, I will take her in. Yeah. Like, I know that this isn't like the way that we're supposed to do things, but I'll I've take got, her. Yeah. Like, like she was supposed to be here anyway. We want her. Like we'll yeah. take her. And like Dane is, he's really just trying to protect her. So like, I understood that aspect of yes. their friendship. And I think, and, and don't get me wrong. Cause I feel like when you, she strikes me as a separate stubborn type. Also, she like low and her, like, and I like that you kind of get like her internal monologue of like, well, if this is what my mom's going to make us do, then, like, I'm going to do it. Like, it's yeah. not like a, I'm going to go down and, like, hide. Like, she doesn't want to make a bad name for herself, a bad name for her brother, her sister, even her mother. Like, she's yeah. got that wrapped up. So I do understand the level of stubbornness where you're kind of like, no, I'm going to stay here and stick it out. So, like, he gives her some time. And, like, I think I would do this to you, too. Like, okay, like, I know you said you don't want to leave, but, like, I'm going to ask you again. Like, do you want Every me to time. get you out? Right. Like, But I think after a certain point, it got to be, like, a little, like... Coddling. And, like, yeah, right. I was going to say, like, he was, like, I can't, like, I physically, like, can't, he's he's in love with her. Yes. He's, like, I cannot live with myself if something bad happens to you. Yeah. And, like, I do understand. Like, I know that if, like, Gil and I were, like, in a really dangerous situation, no matter how, like, how stubborn I was being, like, that I could do it or, like, that I needed to do it or be there, like, he loves it. He would be, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't can do yeah. it. If, if you get hurt or if you die, like... I I'll never forgive myself. myself. Yeah. Like, so I under, I understand. I think what started but, to get me was when he was like, you, he almost started putting her down. Like, yes, you can say, do it. I'll say, but then he, but then he started like putting her down. And then when she bonds to these two dragons, he was like, you have to, you have to reject, um, what's his name? The big one. You guys, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he he's never and like even when she's like winning things and like doing well, he never gives her like the time. Never co- like he never compliments her at anything. No, it's always like okay, like great, but like no. And then he so hit everybody when once they're dragon bonded, they get like magic, and the magic manifests in different ways. Depending on, like, who you are. Yes. So, Dane's magic... And, like, the thing is, too, that not everybody knows what each other's magic is. So, if he touches you or touches your face, he can, like, read your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Or, like, see, like, your memories. So, like, occasionally he is doing that. Like, he'll, like, go and he'll, like, touch your face. And she's not thinking anything of it. So, he's not... So, like... Even when he's, like, apparently trying to be, like, a good friend, like, he's also manipulating her. And he promises her at one point that he won't, like, that he won't, um, that he won't do it without asking her first. Because at one point, she, um, one of, like, Dane's, like, best friends at the school, this girl, like, tries to assist other students in killing Violet. And... Zayden believes her right away, and he's the one who calls the girl up and whatever, like, basically, um, they sentence her to death. But Dane doesn't believe her right away, and he goes to, like, grab her to be like, let me see your memories. Yeah, like, doesn't even get to ask, just, like, goes for it. Yeah, and she, um, and she, like, gets mad at him for that, obviously, and she's like, never fucking do that to me ever again. 
and if you need to see my memories, like, you can ask, and if mm-hmm. I'm willing to show you, I will, but, uh, no, he ends up reading her memories, um, and then... I think that was a catalyst moment for him, like, if this is the way you, yeah. like, I bet you he was doing it before, like, you're saying, because he does touch her a lot, Yeah. but I think that, like, sparked, it, like, to me, that's when it sparked, like, the whole, like, yeah. well, then I'm gonna, like, touch you a little more often and start reading your mind a bit more. Yeah, and obviously he's doing it without her knowledge, and mm-hmm. she's not thinking anything of it, because, like, I don't know, I touch my friends all the time. Um, anyway, her dragons are Tarn. Oh, thank you. I was trying to find these. And, and Darna. But I feel like Tarn, I'm saying wrong. Like, I, like okay, so Zayden's dragon's name is spelled S-G-A-E-Y-L. So it's like Sigil? But I think that it's like an I, like, you know how like Siobhan is spelled like S-I-O-B-H-A-N yeah. or whatever? Like, I feel like it's, a lot of them, I'm like, I don't know if they're like Irish pronunciations but I, I was reading a Taren. I was reading a Taren too, but like I also sometimes don't think too hard into it because if I like start like getting hyper fixated, yeah. then I just won't pay attention. Um. Anyway, sorry. But so yeah, so so essentially, like he keep, you find out like he keeps reading her, he keeps touching her, and again like so she inadvertently come, like gives away, gives away Zayden's. So Zayden, okay. Part of the plot is that Zayden's father was like leading a rebellion against the government of whatever fucking country they're in. Um, so the children of all of these rebels, so all the rebels are really put to death and the children are all marked mm-hmm. and they are forced into the rider's quadrant. They don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah. Um, and like the thought is that like they'll be sent there and most of them will like be we'll die. killed. They'll die. Um, but most of them don't. So Zayden is, like, now, like, leading this, like, small rebel group. Mm-hmm. And he was the oldest. And he, like, as, like, punishment, like, he took all of their punishments, like, as his own. Yes. So he, they all, like, love and respect him. But they're also trying to help. So, oh, my God. I'm, like, There's another so group of people. Yeah. So. <laughs> that are bad people that you think are well, bad people. you think people. they're bad. And they're not. So. The country that they're in, that, like, Zane and Violet are in, is, like, Navari, or Navarre, and then there's the Barons, right? Yes. And the Barons is where we think, like, the bad people are. And there are bad people there, but there was, like, you guys, read the book. Essentially, yeah, I think we will stop talking plot, but essentially, like, I think... I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna confuse, like... It's not, it's not a difficult plot. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time, like, explaining it. Essentially, it's like this one group of, we'll call them what we think are bad people, like, population, villain X, and, like, they're helping villain X, but in reality, they're actual good guys. The history books and everyone else has just been... Yes. And Violet's father knows this. Yes. And he knows the history, and... There's something that she's yes. missing, and he he definitely left her something with the book that he like. Yes. There is one book that made it to with Violet, and, and like, it's a book of myths. But yes. what you realize is that they're not myths. So like the government is just trying to like tell everybody like yeah these aren't real things. Like, like Mira, her her mother yes. is like hiding all the information because her mom knows too. Yes. But like it's not coming. It's not making its way down the line to like no. inform everybody. And it's like, do we trust her mom? And because okay, there's the there's the other guy who has like the biggest meanest dragon. Yes. I, I, again, don't ask me his name. But he's, like, he's a general in, like, the army. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, he, I think, is bad. I can't figure out if, like, the mom... I don't know where she stands yet. Right. Okay, so, like, she could be, like, a double agent. She could be. Like, she could know what's going on, and she's in this position of power, so, like, she can, like, help in ways, like, from the inside. Also, like, if you have not read it, get off this call, get off this right now. Okay. So, essentially, you learn at the end that her brother's alive. Yes. And Zayden and him are, like, buds. I know. So, like, which I can't wait to see what happens in book two with, like, how she handles Zayden knowing this. Yeah, so, like, I was kind of, I was a little annoyed at the end. So, he, like, is going to tell her, like, what they're doing. So, there, there's all these, like, different trials throughout the year mm-hmm. that the candidates have to go through, I guess, like, in order to graduate or to become, like, second year in, like, this, like, you know, war college or whatever. And one of, like, their final obstacles is it's supposed to be, like, a real... It's supposed to be a milit... Like, it's... Why can't I think of the word? It's supposed to, like, imitate, like, a real military exercise. Yes. So, Zayden's group is sent above, like, the wall. So, there's, like, a magical wall. Literally think of it like Game of Thrones. You can't go past the wall. You can't go past the wall. (laughs) Yeah, like... There's a magical wall, and, like, sometimes people from the other side are, like, breaking through. Yeah. Or so we think, like, again, there's still, like, a lot we have to learn. Um, but they're sent to the other side of this magical wall. Zayden chooses his team. It's, like, all the rebel rebels. children and then Violet. Yeah. And, like, you know, they're out and they're flying, whatever. And they are approached by... So it's the Griffins. The dragons and the Griffins are apparently sworn enemies. So we think. So we think. Anyway, um, we find out that all the dragons are in on this conspiracy. Yes. And that Zayden and his friends have been, they've been, like, trading with these, like, griffin riders. Yes. Back and forth to, like, help them fight. I forget the name of, like, the actual, like, they're, like, mythical, like. I'm trying, I guess I can try to look. It's it's towards the end. They're, like, mythical creatures. They have, like, they're humans and they're, like, ingesting, like, bad magic and the magic, like, rots them from, like, the inside. Yes. And they have wyverns. Yes, that word always gets me. I know. I can never say it. Um, it's that, like wubble. Like it's like <laughs> wubble. Yeah. So um, they encounter a few griffin riders before Zayden has the opportunity to tell Violet the truth about what's going on. And of course she's like upset. I would be. Like I'd be like, you're a lot, like we're together. I told you I loved you. And now I find out that you're like a rebel sympathizer because she doesn't, un- she doesn't know yet. Yeah like, the true extent of, like, what they're doing. Or that her brother's alive and that he is also a rebel. Um, I'm also curious, like, how her sister's going to react. But anyway. Agreed. So then, um, at the end, like, our poor baby Liam dies. I was so... That hurt me. That hurt really bad. That hurt really so bad. when a dragon dies, the rider dies. Like, if, a dra- if your dragon dies, you die. If the rider dies, the dragon doesn't always die... But the dragon can die, depending on, yes. like, how deep the bond is. So Liam's dragon is taken down by some wyverns. So Liam also, uh, obviously... Venin? The Venin? Yeah. V-E-N-I-N? Yeah. Venin? Venin? Yeah. Um, so Liam dies, whatever. And, like, in this, like, epic battle, like, 
Zayden almost dies, Violet almost dies. Like, she's, like, very close to death. Yeah. She uses, like, too much of her magic. And basically, like, they 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 beat the Venom, or Venom, whatever. And she wakes up, like, days, days or, like, weeks later at the end, basically. And Zayden has been with her, like, this whole time, like, helping, like, nurse her back to health or whatever. And... They're like, he's like, I, you know, I didn't want, I don't know. I didn't want to lie to you, whatever. Like when she's like almost dying, she's like, I just want to save him. Like, I love him. But then she wakes up and she's like, I love him, but I can, I used to love you, but like, I can never trust you. Like all this stuff. Like she's being so stubborn. Yes. And I feel like the moment she finds out that not only was he lying about like what he was doing, but also lying about her brother. It's going to be like, I feel like an annoying second book where like half of it is going to be like her ignoring him and him trying to fight for her attention again. And like, I just like don't want to be, I hope it's like very quickly. Because, like, I love their romance, but, like, I, like, like the, the plot, plot so, so much more that I, like, almost want them to figure their shit out so that we can get, like, to the plot. Because I will say I got a little nervous when they were helping the Griffins, how she would, like, if that was going to, like, her reaction was going to essentially, like, take us to the end of the book. And she got over that very quickly. I, yeah, I thought that she was going to, like, be like, oh, my God. I thought she was going to betray them. Me, too. I thought, like, I was, like, oh, And then have to, like... Out go find them and, like, make amends with them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, please don't do that. Yeah. And, like, she ended up, like, lost and over. I do think the brother being alive is going to be what tips the scale. But, like, you're saying, I really hope book two isn't her. she has to, I mean, she's bonded to these dragons. So she, the dragons knew, like, Taryn and and Darna knew about, like, about the Griffins and what the rebels were doing, too. Because Zayden, like we said, you know, Zayden's dragon is made it to Taryn. And... I think that she's going to have, like, they're bonded. She's going to have to forgive them. And because of the bond between Taryn and whatever her name is, Blue Dragon, um, I think that, like, even if she's being stubborn, like, I'm assuming that she's going to have to get over. I also a, think, like, And because, Taren, like, he's going to mind talk to... Yeah. I just, there's, there's just not... It's not... I feel like we're not going to have a lot of room for that. I also think because Taryn also tends to, like, talk some sense into her. Yes. And kind of, like, spell... Like, blatantly spells out to her, but in a kind way of, like... Like, we had to keep this from you. Like, no one else fucking knows. Like, what do you expect? Which also brings me back to, like, the mom. Like, does she know her son's dead or alive? Because maybe if she is a double agent, she thinks that he's dead. And I think that she to get thinks some that answers. he's dead. Yeah. But, like, I feel like she knows more, but she can't Say go anything. against, like, the government and yeah. whoever's in charge. Um, and I just feel like... I don't know, like, I feel like she'll have, like, a bit of a redemption. Like, maybe she'll have a redemption where she, like, saves her kids and she dies in the process. But, like, I feel like them being able to break into, like, her office... Was way too easy. Was way too easy. And, like, everything and, was like, kind of out and, like, yes. in the open. Like, nothing was hitting. Like, the map was, like, right there for yeah. the speaking. And, she, like... And unless it's, like, a... Unless it's, like, a ploy to, like, have them fall into, like, some trap, maybe. But, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I just, like, this, like, ad and, was like, a little too easy. And, like, do we think that her sister knows? I feel like her sister I don't, doesn't. No, I don't think Mira knows. No. I think if Mira knew, that she would somehow try to, like... However... Because she gives her... The one book that did make it was the myth book. Well, the myth book, but, and then Mira gives her Brandon's, um, like, journal, journal. That, like, Brandon made this journal for Mira when she was entering the Riders Quadrant so that, like, she, like, would, like, have an easier time getting through, like... Yeah. Getting through first year. So, like, I don't, it, that's kind of, like, a toss-up. Like, I want to say 80% of me believes she doesn't think that he's alive, but then there's, like, a solid, like, 20% that's, like, 
I feel like she, yeah, like, I don't know. I honestly, like, I hope that she doesn't know because I feel like she would have maybe told Violet. Or, like, tried to hint at it. I think that she doesn't know and, like, they're going to have to, like, find her and, like, bring her, like, onto their side. I agree. I just have, like, I just want to know, like, how close Zayden and Brandon are because... Like, is it your like, at the end when, best like, friend? <laughs> no, but, like, legitimately, like, at the end, like, when he's, like, when, like, there's, like, the knocking on the door and he's, like, oh, God, he's not going to stop, like... They, that means that, that he, means wrote, like he like, yeah. they know each other, like, yeah. very well. I also think, kind of going back to how long this is going to be for, like, Violet to get over this in book two, I have a feeling her brother's going to probably talk some sense to her. So she's going to have a spell of being annoyed, but I'm Which, again, hope, understandable. Which, totally understandable. But, like, I'm really hoping with, like, her dragon and not even Zayden, because I feel like no one ever listens to the person that they love, but, like, in terms of, like, physical and, like, actual, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, in love. But, like... I'm kind of hoping her brother and the, the dragon are able to, like, kind of get her around a little bit more so we don't deal with that. Um, I just thought that this plot was, like, be it was very simple, but so much happening and so well thought out. Yeah. I, I loved this plot. No, I loved it. And it was, I mean, I know, if you're listening to us talk about it, it sounds like it's really complex. It's, it's really not. not. Um, we're just stupid. Um, we are. But it, Teresa's right. Like it kind of it gets it was going really, from the go the beginning, which is yeah. nice. Like you're not really like hanging around waiting for anything. And I like that there was like the mis- like because she's essentially very good with herbs as well. Um, so like to get ahead in all these different rounds of like yeah, combat, she, like, poisons. she poisons people to know her opponents and like get the better hand and win these things. So she's like out searching for stuff and like kind of comes across these group of rebels, but has no idea what they're really doing. Right. Um, and I get it. Like, I understand that she loves him and he loves her, but, like, I do understand the secrecy behind it because it's, it's a lot bigger than just, like, cluing her in. It, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you have a full-fledged rebellion that can essentially get you murdered. Um, and you're hiding this from, like, everybody. So it's, yeah. like, you can't just be like, by the way. <laughs> like, also, like, it's not Zayden's secret to tell about her brother being alive. No. And, like, Zayden, too, like everyone's like oh like her sister is even like you know who's there Zayden and you know like our family's arrivals because like his dad killed Brandon and like mom killed his dad and like he plays into it yeah he kind of has to yeah but like you could tell from like the beginning he really doesn't hate her no and like it's all like a front because like he like cares about her and like only wants to protect her yeah as much as he can um and I just love him so much it's just a really good book. No, it really it, is. It, like, took book talk by storm. And honestly, like, I was skeptical about reading it because sometimes... I books think get that, such, such hype. Yes. And I feel like we've all been burned by a book talk wreck before. And, like, that's, like, not even a bad thing because everybody has different tastes. Absolutely. Like, I mean, someone out there might hate this. No, I, I mean, we, I've seen... I've seen... I've seen... I've seen... Um, but, so I was just skeptical going in. I was like, okay, like, a, a lot of the times when I see something brand new that everyone's talking about, and, like, I mean, we are guilty of doing the exact same thing. Well, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be as good as everyone's making it out to be. Yeah. This, However, for I me, felt, yeah. Did. I was, yeah, like, I, I was so pleasantly surprised. I read it in, like, 24 hours. Like, I couldn't stop reading it. This was, I think, one of the first books I, I read the right move first at when Lee, Lee was born, but afterwards, I think this was my nighttime feeding reading book. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I just really want, 
the, I mean, again, I didn't listen to the audiobook, but I heard like the first like 10 chapters or something that the female narrator like very obviously has a cold. Like she's like oh, sniffling and like talking very nasally. And then like, as it gets like further into the book, she obviously like is cured. But, um, I love re-listening to books that I've loved. So like, I want to download the audio. But I, I like, would like to do a reread list because are bad. then I, I won't be able to get behind it. Yeah. Um, I, I could definitely see myself doing a reread. I want to do a reread. I want to, like, see if there's any... Again, like, she... I feel like does leave some breadcrumbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'd be, I would be curious about, like, her mom in particular. Like, her dad leaves her the myth book. Like, yeah. um, there's just so much kind of, like, spelled out. I also really just... I enjoyed... You know what I like? I love... An underdog. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Aelin to me, I fucking love Aelin. Like, I love how badass she is. She's incredible. Yeah. Like, whatever. But this girl, you can kind of... I don't want to say, like, she... I know she is projected to have a disability, but, like, she's just, like, your common folk. Like, she's great. She excels at certain things. She likes, you know, her library work and stuff like that, which is great. Like, obviously very good at it. But, like, I like that she's an underdog like you watch her fight for because it's true like a lot of us don't have these crazy insane traits we're like yeah we're fucking stellar at something no we're kind of like your average maybe above average in some things but like determination got her through she, like she found like she needed help yes but, like she found other ways like yeah and had moments of self-doubt because like don't we all but like i don't know i love an underdog story i love sometimes. an underdog story too okay so not to go back to city of gods and monsters that we talked about in the beginning why we hated it but, like, the female lead in that book is, like, very, like, weak. And, yes. And she never steps up and, like, tries to become strong. No, like, she I was way self-pity. Yes. And she doesn't, like, try to protect... Like, she doesn't do anything. Like, there was no... To help her situation. There was no character growth at all from that, that girl. And that's why I really, I, I really struggled with it. Like, I also hate when a character is, like, very weak... And they just, like, all of a sudden become, like, super strong out of nowhere. Like, I love Violet's progression because she is fragile and she does have this, like, disability. But she practices. She practices and she finds, like, like you said with the poisons and stuff, she finds smart ways to defeat her opponents when she knows that she's not physically strong enough to do it. Well, and even, like, riding Tarn, like, they make her, like, a contraption to hold Hold her her in in. because she's not strong enough to, like withstand the turn and she's constantly practicing and constantly falling off but like she just she keeps getting back on yeah like she doesn't let it deter her and then they're like okay we're and like zayden of course built her a harness and like everybody is like looking down on like like people like look down on it because they're like if you're not strong enough to ride a dragon then you shouldn't have a dragon but at the same time it's like Physically, she's not physically as strong, but like mentally, mentally she's yeah. strong. Very a lot. strong. Even like the last, there's obstacle, different types of strength. Absolutely, like and physical doesn't always get you everywhere. But no. like even the last obstacle, someone I don't know if it was Tarn that was saying it, but like someone told her like just because everyone's going this way doesn't mean you have to go this way to complete it. Like yeah. there's other ways to get to the top. Yes, like, and it's true. Like sometimes think outside the box, which would I'm curious to see what her progression is and like is this gonna be a duology or a trilogy. I heard that it's going to be, like, five books. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, like, I would be curious about her progression because, like, I think because she has that whole other component of who she is mentally and, like, what she can do with, like, the scribe work, like, how that makes her yeah. excel. 
No, I agree. Like, I think that she has so many different strengths that it's okay if she struggles um, a bit with mm -hmm. being physically stronger than her opponents because I couldn't beat a full-grown man in a fight. Like Not that, no. But I can outwit him with my smarts. You probably could. Probably could. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I heard it's going to be five books. I mean, I don't even think that we need to read it. It's a, it's a million stars for me. And maybe we didn't do a good job of, like, summing up how amazing this was or, like, the plot. <laughs> but, like, just know that, like, we fucking loved this. No, like, we really fucking loved it. Honestly, um, I, we both read it a few weeks ago, so I had to, like, refresh my mind as I was talking. And also, um, it's just, like, sometimes I'm just in a, in a mental fog, and that's how I felt today. <laughs> Same, girl. We're always in mental fog. We really are, honestly. <laughs> like, the I'm just surprised that anybody even cares to hear our opinions because they're always so muddled. But... <laughs> Honestly, that's like real. This is how real people talk. It is. No, no one's perfect. I'm not. I'm not making a script. Um, no, but like literally, fully obsessed. And if you haven't read it, I hope that we convinced you to. And if you have read it, please DM us. We'd love talking about it. Yes. And honestly, Katie, I'll probably fight for who gets to answer the DMs. We'll probably answer both. Yeah. You'll, you'll be bombarded. <laughs> um, but we are going to see The Little Mermaid. We are. And. We need to pick up Chick-fil-A. So, we do. So we have to <laughs> go. Have, so we gotta go, guys. <laughs> Next week is Spilling the Tea. Like we said, we're going to go. Um, we're going to recap our past year in podcasting. Um, then we are um, following that up with book two in the League of Extraordinary Women, um, which is A Rogue of One's Own by Evie Dunmore. And we're going to end the month with another Spilling the Tea episode. Yes. Um, so we will see you guys. Well, virtually we'll hopefully see you guys next week we'll record <laughs> we'll we'll video next week but um on that note katie jean send us off bye thank you so much for listening to our episode we hope you enjoyed it be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at the bff.bookclub if you have any comments questions book recommendations or books you want us to talk about in future episodes please send us an email at the bff dot book club one at gmail.com we appreciate your support see you fuckers see you.